0: Greetings and blessings everyone. This is yours, truly Empress Chassy, Warmington, aka All That Chiz, aka Lupus Slayer. Thank you for listening to my Let's Talk People podcast. Um I am like a little well not a little, I'm very livid <laughs> Uh at the audacity of Winnie Williams son. Um now granted we only know what's in the media, what we see, unless you are personally around them on a regular basis or have been around them regularly, then you, of course, you will see more and you can give more input. But just based on the ultimatum that he so-called himself giving his mother, to me, is very selfish of him, you know. Um, At the same time, um, he's he's really not understanding, able to understand or comprehend the fullness of what she's going through or what she's been through and the process that it took to get her to the state that she's currently in. Now, I'm not a fan of Wendy Williams. Let me just be realistic about that, but I am definitely a fan of, 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 of respect. And I'm definitely an advocate for those who battle chronic illnesses and diseases and have disabilities. Therefore, with my gloves on campaign, you guys see it on the on my website, com. You can see that on my website as well. And I have a petition and everything that you guys are more than welcome to sign. And if you want to make a contribution, your are um, towards the cause, so you're more than welcome to do that as well. So one thing I will say, I do not, um, I wouldn't, I feel like I would never give my mom who is sick, gravely sick, an ultimatum like that because he's only 21. So let's get that clear. All right. He's only 21 and he have not experienced a portion of the things that she's experienced in her life. From love, from relationship, um being mentally is in, in a in a relationship in a marriage where she had been psychologically and mentally and emotionally abused, um distraught and been publicly, openly disrespected, violated, um as far as the marriage, you know, but there were things that she put herself in as well, along with that, as we know, because she allowed them to have menage a and threesomes and, you know, do swinging. So she opened up a lot of doors, you know, to accommodate her now ex-husband. Um, and, you know, you ha- whether you're male or female, you have to be careful when you start opening up your bedroom and opening up yourself to quote unquote explore or to, as they say, spice things up, make it more exciting. You have to be careful in the way that you go about doing that because what ultimately happens a lot of time is that either one or both become immune to it and they don't want to give that part of that relationship or marriage up. They want to continue on engaging whether you want to continue on or not so you have to be real careful when you open those kind of doors because you could be opening up a whole can of worms and there's no putting them back in point blank period you know so um, that's um, essentially what's going on and so um, I look at the fact I'm also understanding the fact that he is only 21 Yet at the same time, he doesn't have the right to give her an ultimatum when she's battling such a deadly, aggressive, chronic disease and illness. Um, now, as far as with drugs, and I understand like intervention and things, yeah, sometimes you have to give people ultimatums with that um, by like you're going to be in rehab and you're going to get, it, get yourself cleaned up. But you got to understand it goes deeper than just the drugs because all the stuff that Whitney Williams have been through within these last, she actually been going through it for a while, but you know, more publicly in the public eye on a more higher scale within the last, um, I would say three to five years, these have really spiraled way completely out of control. And she has never healed Emotionally, you can't expect somebody who has an addiction to be able and and, and who is emotionally scarred and has been emotionally and psychologically, mentally abused um, to the extent that she has by someone that she devoted herself to and loved for decades to just be able to just turn it off. It's not like a water leak. Where it's dripping, and then you go get a plumber, and the plumber fix it, and it goes away. It doesn't work that way. It's like, and I and I use that analogy because you know some people feel like once you go into rehab or you get the detox and all of that stuff, that it's supposed to just go away. It's not that simple. It really isn't. It is way deeper than that. And I'm just taking into consideration that the fact that he's only 21, and he has no idea. What she's dealing with to the level and the capacity of what she's dealing with and how she's coping and how she's channeling herself through that, especially being such a public figure, you know, um, it's not easy because every little thing she's doing and has done for the majority of her life in entertainment has been in a public sector. Her personal life, everything has been in a public sector, um, uh, on, on, on many levels. So she, you can't just turn it off, <laughs> excuse me. And he doesn't understand that. So I'm overlooking his statement for that reason. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, how dare you ever give your mama ultimatum when she is sick. She is not just physically sick but she's spiritually sick she is mentally sick she's broken she's psychologically broken she is that's she's she's distraught she's not destitute but she's distraught she has not been able to heal you know you can't just move on like that when you and, and because she kept holding on that's what makes it worse This, I actually know from personal experience, when you hold on to something that is very toxic, a relationship in a person who is extremely toxic, who is very narcissistic, who is very selfish and self-centered, who is very manipulative, who is very conniving, and you try to Justify them being that way by saying we all are flawed, we all have, we all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. People love to use that as an excuse to continue on being or tolerating disrespect. You know, Um, and 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 just gross disrespect. At that, it's not just a little bit of disrespect. It it's gross disrespect um, that her ex husband has. Put on her. But she allowed him to do it for so long. Um, that. For him. That that became their norm. So even morally. Yes. It's wrong. And I'm quite sure he knows it's wrong. He has. She has made it so convenient for him. To continue on being that way towards her. And she's accepted it for so many years. That. He's desensitized to it. And now, I mean, even the fact that this man had the audacity to try to take her. Well, he did take her to court, try to sue her to get her to pay his spousal support so that he could support his lifestyle along with his mistress, the woman that he's been cheating on her with for so many years. But she knew about it and she condoned it. She allowed it. She stayed with him. She didn't divorce. She could have did all of that stuff, but she stayed with him. Therefore, it's much deeper and much, you know, much harder, more in depth to, okay, mom, fix yourself. You can't just fix yourself. (laughs) None of us can just quote unquote fix ourselves. We can make choices and we can make decisions, true enough. But we have to also understand it's just like how some of us know how to do basic things to cars, but sometimes just doing the basic because we know how to do the basics doesn't mean that we are not going to need to take it to an actual licensed mechanic and really get certain things done, you know, uh, that may needs to be done uh, to fix ourselves, fix our life. Um, and... The fact that she has given so much and sacrificed so much for the sake of her husband, well, her now ex-husband and her son, she compromised herself, not thinking or realizing that one day this will come, you know, eventually When you continue on being a doormat, it's going to come a time where you're going to get holes and then people gonna wipe their feet on you for so long before you start getting rips and tears and getting bruised up and getting to the point where if you're not careful, there's no way to heal it or fix it. And I don't want to say that she's beyond repair. I do not believe that. I believe that... She just really needs to be able to get the emotional and psychological healing and support that she really needs and be willing to go through that process. Um, And anybody who wants to be in her life and be around her, they just going to have to go through that process with her. They're going to have to be, have the patience to go through that process with her or they don't need to be in her life so i would say this i could kind of put myself in wendy williams shoes as far as having a son you know that has cared for her and took care of her and helped her through her illnesses because my son had to do that with me um it still do when i have aggressive flare-ups and i can't Do anything for myself because chronic diseases, illnesses flares up and disable me from doing things that I would normally be able to do. And he has had to physically pick me up and carry me. He has had to take feed me. He has had to give me stuff, give me water to drink. He's have had to fix me food. He's had to pretty much be a caretaker, you know. And he started doing this in middle school. He was like doing this started in middle school so i'm understanding a bit of what's going on with as far as how her son could possibly feel or Russia today how much how, how much of a load that could be on a child because yes he's 21 but let's just be realistic. We're not grown as grown as we think we are when we're 21 a lot of times. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much Because even when we get older, like I'm 48 and I'm still learning stuff. I'm still learning things that I should have learned back when I was in my 20s. When I was 21 and I didn't learn it because I didn't have anybody to teach me. Or it was just something that only would be taught through life experience. Because some things are not going to be taught to you. Somebody just sitting there talking with you is explaining it to you. Some things we have to personally experience ourselves to really understand and to learn. So, uh, you know, so I could kind of relate with them on both sides. Um, and then even care for my mom before she passed away, when she became To the point where she could do things for herself. But to give her an ultimatum. That's the part that just floored me. It's because I'm like. Little spoiled ass boy. How dare you give your mom the ultimatum. When you really don't even understand. What she's dealing with. It's much deeper than. Her just battling this disease. And and probably. I don't know if she's still continuing to do. Um, narcotics or illegal drugs or if she's still doing that or not. But one thing I do know is that it's not something that you could just turn off. And even if it's getting frustrated for him, it's becoming too much for him. He got to look back on his life where she could have given up on him on plenty of things. This could have been things she could have been like, shoot, changing these damn diapers every two to three hours, feeding him every two to three hours. There's a lot of things that she could have given up on him on when he was a little baby or even as a child growing up. She could have gotten tired of it. She could have said, you know what? This is just too much. It's getting too expensive. It's too many responsibility. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him an ultimatum. Either you're going to grow up before you need to, take care of your damn self or I'll put you out my life, you know? So he got to, I hope he's getting counseling and having somebody to really talk with that can actually guide him, you know, and, and steer him in the right direction. Um, because he would never understand what she's going through. He, there's no way for him to understand that. um, and I don't think she can understand his position either as a mother who has a child that has been caring for her and been taking, helping her go through everything that she's been going through. he's been, and see he's been exposed to so much corruption, so much toxicities in their, in, in, in marriage and in such dysfunctionalities in the household. And, in their their lives, period. He's seen too much negativity. He's been around too much of it. Even though he had a, a very comfortable life and lifestyle, not quite sure he still do, the point of the matter is the fact that he's given her an ultimatum shows that he hasn't really been taught how to show true emotional and moral support when it's needed the most. Because right now, she doesn't need anybody to give her an ultimatum. It doesn't even matter if she, has an, if she is still on drugs and she having a drug addiction. What she needs somebody to do is to be there for her in a way, uh, unconditionally at this point. Because the last thing we need to be getting is our uh, uh, hearing on news is that, you know, she succumbed. Or, uh, you know uh voluntarily if you guys know what i mean i don't want to say the s word but y'all know what i mean but um it's a lot to deal with you know uh me battling chronic illnesses and diseases myself it is really difficult it's and, and it's difficult to even watch your child like for me I would feel guilty. I would feel so bad and so guilty that I was sick, and my child had to take care of me. And here he is in middle school, and he had to pick physically learn. He had to get really strong real quick so he could physically pick me up and carry me. And at that time, I was much bigger than I am now because I was on so many medications that had such high quality uh, quantities of steroids in it. That I was like a size 18. I'm a size 8 now. I was a size 18. Okay. So imagine a middle schooler carrying a size 18 woman who is staying on 510. <laughs> All right. And I'm not talking about just from one room to the next. No, he's had to carry me up flights of stairs. All right. Him and then my neighbors will come and help. My godsons will help. So it's, Really it's it's a painful sight for a parent who really care and love for their child to see their child being in a situation forced to be in a situation where they have to care for their parent. It is very painful um and it is very heart heartbreaking and it is very frustrating it it creates a lot of anxiety. It creates a lot of emotional strain, um, a lot of depression, you know, it's a lot that goes along with that. Other than the fact that what people can see in on the physical realm and on the outward outwardness, there's a lot going on internally that a person has to process and deal with on both sides, both her and her son. And so, um, him being so young and not understanding her position, you know, and not understanding that what the things that she has been through and some of the choices and decisions that she has made um, to appease her husband, her now ex-husband and to, you know, try to do anything to keep their marriage together and to work for it to still fall apart the way it has. Um it's really that i believe it's not something that he really understands or could understand the effect that it's having on her it has had on her for several years but now it is to the point where there's nothing she can do about it it's so foregone that there's no turning back because this man has completely moved on and left her to be with his long-term mistress, which she is an idiot because will make her think he ain't gonna do that to her. But you know, some women feel like they're an exception. So it's the same thing with men who, you know, be with a woman and and you know that left her husband to be with him or whatever cheated on. Her husband with him, he, he be thinking he's an exception. No, you're not an exception. Eventually, they, even if you don't know about it or never find out about it, believe me, they're going to do the same thing to you Um, eventually. But, yeah, it's just a really heartbreaking situation altogether. Oh, you know, and I just wanted to um talk briefly on that because it's like... Kind of personal to me uh, as far as i I'm able to really relate and I can really give uh opinions on that because i' I'm experiencing something similar with the exception of my son giving me an ultimatum, you know I'm battling chronic illnesses and diseases, and I'm not um but I'm not abusing drugs or alcohol or anything. That's a big difference too. And I'm <laughs> I'm not a well known, you know, celebrity or anything of that nature. And the multi millionaires, well, not multi millionaires at this current moment in the physical, natural, financially, but again spiritually I receive it. I accept it. But you know, so there's um there's a mild comparison. But she's doing this in a public sector and, you know, I'm quite sure she's looking back over a lot of decisions that she's made at this point because when you get real sick like that, all you have, all you can do is just process everything and look at your life, look over your life and look at the choices and decisions that you have made and why you made those choices decisions, why you put yourself through those things or why you allow yourself to go to go through certain things why you know all the why 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 you start asking yourself all of these whys and these questions and um and i'm quite sure she has a lot of regrets now and so with that and dealing with the hurt you know She's broken. This lady is so broken right now emotionally. She's so frail psychologically and mentally. She doesn't need anybody giving her ultimatum, especially the only person that is the closest to her right now. That is flesh and blood, which is her child. He really needs to be there. So I'm hoping somebody reach out to him and talk with him because... I'll be like, okay, no problem. All right, I'll just take you out my estate. I'll ult, my ultimate ultimatum is I'll take you out my estate and it take you out of my will. No problem. My, you know, no inheritance from me. Then if if that's the way we're gonna if that's the way we're gonna roll, if this is how you want to do this, then it, we, let's do it all the way. You know, since you feel like you have the right to give me an ultimatum and not understanding. The depth of what I'm going through and understand the depth and the core of what I'm dealing with and how hard things are for me right now. Okay. And how it, and, and a lot of money doesn't fix everything. It doesn't money do not fix everything. And so she just need a lot of love, she just really need outpouring, unconditional love, and I like I said, I've never been a fan of hers, but I have compassion, and I'm very empathetic towards people and I see I know that she's a woman who has been scarred on another level. she's been not just scarred emotionally but she's been scarred spiritually and psychologically. there's so much that's going on with her that can't even be explained in words because it's just one of those situations where you just have to experience it because it's not just about the, the, the marriage, the previous marriage that she had It's also about the sacrifice that she's made and how all of this has played out to where it is now. And I'm quite sure she's, feeling all of that anxiety and she feeling all of that, all that stress, she might even have regrets. Who knows? Nobody really understands, know what is really going through her mind at this moment. Nobody really understands or know how she's truthfully feeling about herself in general right now, regardless of the smiling or the, the, you know, pretending to be okay and to be strong and stuff. We know that she's broken and she's real frail. Right now in her spirit, in her in her health, in her physical, in her mental, in her emotional, in her psychological. She's frail and she's broken. Very frail and very broken at this point. So let's just um, keep Wendy Williams up in positive vibes and positive energies. Okay. And her son as well. And I really wish I could talk with him and explain to him and have my son do if you know, with my son, he's, but he probably would and I don't know, he probably would do it for me, but for him to really sit and talk with him and, and maybe help him be able to understand better as far as being a child of a parent who is so sickly and 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 that has been through so much abuse and been through so much trauma, like she's traumatized. She's very traumatized. Whitney, Wendy Williams is very not Whitney. I'm sorry. Wendy Williams is extremely traumatized. She's emotionally traumatized. She's psychologically traumatized. She is emotionally traumatized, mentally traumatized. She is traumatized, and you can't fix trauma. With a pill, with a shot, with a detox, with rehab, it doesn't work that way. If it was that simple, any, every person who has gone through that would would have never back uh, relapse, or they would. Those who have committed suicide never committed suicide. Those who it, it's it's not that easy. It it just isn't, and so we're gonna have to really just lift her her son up in good vibes and energies. They both need to be around very positive minded people, people who truthfully have their best interests at in heart. People who's not trying to get around them and for clout, for fame, for stardom, you know, trying to use this opportunity as uh, a way to get there, you know, to get some kind of recognition for themselves or whatever, because this is so serious and You know, guys, I haven't really been talking um, about situations or anything with celebrities or whatever, but this kind of hits home for me and it's very emotional because I remember how my son would not, I would wake up after having an extremely aggressive flare up that would have me sleep for like two consecutive days at times or longer and I will, when I finally wake up. My son instead of being at school, he's laying at the foot of my bed, and I it's just just the pain in his eyes seeing how him, how it hurts him to see me so sick and him not being able to heal me. you know it's a lot it goes so much deeper guys. I really want to just really talk more and more on this, but I don't want this podcast uh to be so super long, but i'm gonna I probably would come back and and do a part two on this because I feel like I need to finish this out. But I would love to be able to reach out to him and have him speak with my son. Because my son can understand. He can relate in, in so many ways. And they're both the same age as well. So maybe, I don't know. Um, but this is really a delicate situation right now. And um, I just wish Whitney, uh, I you saying Whitney, Wendy Williams, the best I pray for her health that, you know, she gets well. Um, that she especially get healed spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, that she become whole. She needs to be whole. I don't think she's ever experienced wholeness. A lot of people don't know what wholeness is because they never experienced it, they never had it. And I never experienced it or had it until um just to be honest with you all, I just recently, like this year, I started experiencing and understood what wholeness really is. I never knew what it was. Um, and I'm in the process of of having complete wholeness. And I never understood what that... I've heard it, but I never experienced it. And so it's a it is a very new experience. It can be a scary thing because you're not used to feeling that way. That kind of liberty, that kind of freedom, that kind of peace, that kind of joy... It's, it 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 could be a scary place, <laughs> even though it's a safe place and it's a good place. It still can be scary and intimidating. So um, we'll go. Just keep her her son lifted up. You know, positive energy, positive vibe to the universe. And um, I I mean we'll come back and do a part two. But thanks guys for listening, to y'all. let one little piece and I'm out like a light.